Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, do you think we'll get uh, our good friends over at Everlevel? We'll get Mac and KP yeah. together doing a spot. Can make Jay Screen cool. I think that's the first time I've heard Mac do a commercial. That was not like Creighton based. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Kent could say Ever Level, and then Mac from the background yells out Ever Level. That'd be a good way to. Oh, come and then together. they can get, they can like come like to like face yeah. to face. Yeah, it'd be like an argument. What if they got Fred? What if it was Fred and Mac? Oh, now oh, they're friends. So yeah. it would be okay. Yeah, they could have fun with that. They could probably uh, be fun shoot. They could probably, they could probably joke with each other. Yeah, be hey, a fun remember that last shoot. time we played in Omaha? And Matt goes, "Hey, remember that last time we played in Lincoln?" <laughs> yeah, see, doesn't matter if you're in Omaha or Lincoln. Everlevel Concrete travels. It, it, yeah, to fix your driveway. That's right. Look at you. Can you tell you as the well, hey, 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 good. Hey, hey, I got you, it. Hey, hey, hey. Are you on hey, the payroll too? Hey, what if you did an ad? Everlevel people out there, you did an ad where. Fred and Mac were playing one on one in a in a ever and, level and driveway and Pavelka was doing the play by play. Oh, gold! Johnny, That's what I it's gold. Yeah, it's gold, Jerry. And then all of a sudden, Tim Miles strolls through. <laughs> what are you doing in my driveway? Uh, uh, tonight, uh, Creighton and Georgetown uh, play. It's eighteen and a half. Uh, you got to cover the spread. Uh, I I know you're supposed to respect Points, Georgetown. Not, is this a don't overthink it type yeah, game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good teams win, great teams cover. Yep. 18 and a half is the spread on FanDuel right now. Do not overthink this. It is February. We can like Ed Cooley. Good guy. But, um... Just means Mac won't run it up. They don't... Sometimes they force turnovers, but their defense is not very good. Mm -hmm. So I expect a big chunk number. Here's the scenario if it's a good game for Creighton tonight. If the big three plus the guy named Steven are sitting on the bench for a while... And it's yes, not because be of they're not very good. Right. That there are a lot of people getting to play. They're getting some rest. Yeah. Mm. Now, didn't if correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Jay Neps he did not play in the last meeting. Yeah, I, I don't I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to I'm not if, trying to say that I don't care look out. Michael Graham and David Wingate are Jay, playing. Or yeah. Fred Brown. Alonzo Morning. Yeah. yeah. I I I think Because Jay Neps has played the last over a month and it still yes. hasn't really not even yeah. Bubaka Ow is going to walk through that door. Wow, that is going way back. <laughs> Why can't you just go with like AI or you know? What because that's low. Doing? That's a hundred. You play ski ball. You're not. I'm going to aim for ten. I want one ticket, not five. I so next year, if uh, Georgetown rolls into Omaha next year and they're an eighteen half point dog, it's not working for Ed Cooley. Yeah, yeah. I don't expect that to be the case. Yeah, but man, they've been. Ooh, they, it's a rough year, but he'll be treated well tonight. Nobody's going to heckle him and go, ha ha, no. seven million per win. No. <laughs> Ed Cooley's respected. Are you rich, Ed? You can buy maybe he'll buy a section some dollar beers. Mm-hmm. He ain't no Steve Lavin. Did you know, by the way, coaches can't do that? That was some buy hair. beer? Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't happen like when we're on a road trip, Crutch doesn't go, Hey, Frankie, you want a six pack of No. Oh, no, this is that's true. What you're not getting out. More of an IPA <laughs> guy coach. <laughs> no, this is this is an actual I don't know thing. Frankie drinks. So there was a there was a dollar beer promotion going on at one of our, our local venues and a coach had kind of asked the question loudly 
in order to drum up more students, do you think I should buy them all a beer? And they said, well, that could actually be a, uh, that actually be uh-huh. a problem. So it's better to buy them donuts and pizza? Yeah, buy them pizza, buy them food. But if you buy the alcohol, then you start getting into some uh, compliance That's protocol compliance issues. That's compliance music. Yep. Then all of a sudden the, uh, the compliance guy comes in and doesn't smile, slaps you on the hand. Is not so fast, my friend. But I mean, come on. That's if, why if they're in there. They got wristbands. Why can't they have I go, one? when I go into a bar? I don't buy a round for everybody. Yeah. Why well, can't you like yeah. go up to the? Uh, is that why? Oh, yes. Okay. That's that. No, okay. That's good. My I'm lawyer, sure that's why. I, my lawyer doesn't need that hassle. <laughs> Your lawyer's like, nope, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I tried, guys. I really did. All right. Uh, join me eleven to one today. I'll be over at uh, Saul's Seventy uh, Second and Maple. You're looking to get something for your sweetheart for uh, Valentine's Day. Saul's has your t- uh, covered. So come in there. Let's hang out. Uh, so UCLA yesterday hired Deshaun Foster. UCLA, and uh, we probably talked more about UCLA football in the last couple of days than we have in a long, long time. Yep. And, you know, we'll talk about them this year because Nebraska plays them. Be very curious on how we approach teams that we're used to playing, like in the West Division that Nebraska doesn't play this year. Like, will you just completely ignore them? But UCLA comes to uh, Lincoln on the 2nd of November, and the former running back, UCLA Hall of Famer, Deshaun mm-hmm. Foster, will be in his first year. By new Panther. head coaches... In the Big Ten, UCLA football. So they went through the tw- they went through a three year stretch with Chip, where they won twenty five games, most successful three year stretch in a while. I couldn't find Bob Toledo yesterday, Jimmy. I was looking all over <laughs> for him. <laughs> um, but UCLA football is never like bad, but they're never in the top tier. They're no. just there. No, they're just there, and I think they're just there because. The attention towards them is just there. And they played the yeah. Rose Bowl. Yeah, they're, they're I, in L.A. I, I always say they had you got you to treat UCLA football accordingly. It's not this blue blood that's, oh, my God, Gaston Green is running wild again. Yeah. It is a team that hasn't won a conference championship since 98. They haven't been to the conference championship game since back-to-back in 11 and 12. They are who they are. Do not make them something that they are not, which is an issue as they make the transition to the Big Ten because they financially they are a mess, an absolute mess. But... With somebody that has energy and wants to do it, they can help their fundraising, but they also play 27 miles off campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they play in the Rose Bowl, but they can't fill the Rose Bowl, and their fan base is very, very limited. So I'm thinking, okay, Tony White's in this because he's an alum. If Tony White was not an alum, how aggressive would he be towards UCLA? And then I thought, there's another part of what goes on at UCLA that I think is applicable to all three schools, Division I schools, and many others, which is an issue that I'm about to bring up that may or may not be a thing. We talk about growing the NFL and growing football and Mm -hmm. new fans that are coming into it and all the new fans that came into the NFL this year. I personally believe that we are in an interesting spot with sports in college because I think we are graduating college kids who don't have the passion for sports like we did. I agree. And so that's a great point. They are they are your future. They're your future ticket holders. They're yeah. your future donors. But they're not growing up and going to that school and having the same amount of passion for sports that we did. And then they graduate and then they hang out on the outside yeah. and you go, wow, how come we can't get mm-hmm. that twenty eight year old who's on his second good job yep. to give back well, they're not super passionate about sports. That's what I fear about Omaha. You know, I mean, they've worked really, really hard to try and build their student uh, section. 
whether it be hockey yeah. to men's basketball. But the bottom line is, at a school like Omaha, I think even a school like Creighton, and I'll even say Nebraska, are we graduating young people in college that have the passion that once they're out of a school, they're still going to follow the program with passion and money? I don't think we are. And I think UCLA is one of those major programs that that has got to yeah. be a huge fear is kids are graduating from UCLA, but they don't care about sports. We're screwed. Yeah, no, I, and I think, I think you're 100% right. That's a and, great point. And Jimmy, you experienced this where I, don't, I wouldn't worry about the Kansas basketball product, the Duke mm. basketball product from that standpoint because I think when you get to campus in places like that, that's a big part of your experience for uh, for a lot of students. They want to be a part of that, but they and, win. So you got a big front running crowd. It, it, well, you the do. The second they stop winning, you do. Yeah, well, that's a Nebraska football thing. See, they, they worry about the yep. student body with not winning. Yep. Why are stadiums but, being renovated smaller? But sure, but I, I don't. But I see. I don't with think that. Appli- I don't think that applies to the students from like those examples I gave you, because you're part of it. They win, and I think even on maybe if you have a lean year. I think there's always that that optimism of oh they're going to be fine next year, and I think the students they just buy into it. I, I think there, there are there are rare places. I think they're fewer and far between, but there are places that it will survive. That I think of, and you bring up Nebraska football for instance. Those are the two comparisons: Nebraska football and Kansas basketball. But it's different, and I'll tell you why. Well, student section, stu- no student section. Well, yeah, student section is way more part of Kansas basketball than it is for Nebraska football. The Nebraska football experience is more of a tradition of the entire sea of red and the friendliest fans and all of those different things that you hear about but it very very rarely is talked about the, the whole student experience with it mm-hmm. kansas fog allen Fieldhouse, or cameron indoor it's about the student experience they're on top of you they feel like they're part of the game i don't think there's one nebraska student that goes to a football game and says i feel like i'm part of the game to me that's where passion is driven you bring up omaha i love the fact that the athletic department, and they've done such a good job of trying to get students there and involved and excited and, and trying to create their own traditions. But you've seen it, and I've seen it. You get butts there, but it's never like, wow. It's not like, it's not like a Kalamazoo, Michigan, where you got the Lawson Lunatics. You know, it, so yeah. you, you, you don't generate that type of passion. So I think there are few places that can survive it, but I, I, I think you're 100% accurate. That whole that just that whole experience of being involved in athletics at your university whether we're talking male or female sports it's not the same it's there might they're more event driven crowds because there's a big game but how much do are they involved on a consistent basis i think all you have to do is look at a lot of those different venues and a lot of those different fan bases and it's going to tell you and i do think that that's a major problem yeah i think the key word is priority Mm-hmm. Yep. Do, do that's a good young, word. Do young people make sports a priority today? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, well, look, like, look at the Pac-12. Like what, hap- schools. Look, look, what happens if, let's say next year is a little bit of a transition year and Creighton basketball isn't top 25, is it a priority for students still to go to the game? I don't think it is. Like I, I think Nebra- what Nebraska is encountering with I football agree. is, yeah, you know, they've got front-running, front-running kids who – want to go to football games, they win. They want the return on investment forever how long they stay a quarter or two in the stadium. Right. <laughs> is, it, is it a priority to go to a football game on Saturday or is the priority to go somewhere where you can have fun and drink right. and, and party? Yep. I think priority is 
that. You know, I, I think that's an issue like with Omaha. Is it, a, is it a priority for the pep band to be at a basketball game? Right. You know, they look at it like that. Um, hey, the weather might be tricky outside, but, man, we got to be there. Yeah, we'll be or there they no say, nah, we're good. Yeah. But I, I just, I, like, UCLA, I was thinking about this. You're, you're off campus. 27 you're, miles. That's three hours in traffic. You know, you support, you support men's <laughs> basketball because it's right there. It's Poly Pavilion, but mm-hmm. still yeah. football. You're way off campus. And I don't know, is UCLA going to bank on the new teams of the Big Ten bringing looky lose for the first time to the Rose Bowl because their team is playing out there? Right. Or because Nebraska's playing in California, the strong Californians for Nebraska alumni <laughs> base, they're going to take over the yeah. Rose Bowl. And, oh, I don't care if it's all red. We're at least making a little bit of money. That sounds like UCLA. I, I, I feel like that's oh, that's man. probably the reality for them, is they're counting on the Ohio States of the world, the Nebraskas of the world, the Michigans of the world, to fan bases that are notorious for traveling, to be able to fill up a lot of those, those seats because, again, it's it's getting a chance to go to the Rose Bowl when it's not actually the Rose Bowl. I, yeah, the it, Rose Bowl, when you go to the Rose Bowl to see UCLA and Nebraska, the a lot of the seats are tarped off. Yeah, yeah, which is just... It's it's a it's such a weird it's like Baylor thing. back in the day, Floyd Casey. Yeah, that is true. Rest in peace, Tarv. I've, I've been there. Um, it I, I, that is a it, well, and then you talk about the convenience part, how they are off campus. This is where I think, and it it stinks. You have to do this, but when it does come to again the student experience at any venue, how convenient is it for them? Can they can they walk out of their student housing and be right there? Is it on campus, or do you actually have to get in a car and drive a little bit too? Like all those things do matter when it comes to that. But I think more to your point, when you don't have that type, I think priority is a good way to put it. But that passion, when you don't have that passion because you haven't experienced it, and it's not something that you are going to be there come hell or high water. I think once you leave the university, you're always kind of paying attention and, and rooting for them, and you're always claiming them to be your alma mater. But when it comes down to, okay, are you really a supporter of this athletic department? Put your money where your mouth is. That's where a lot of people are like, meh. It was, it was, it was fine. It was, it was something to do, but I'm not going like, to give back. I'm not going to invest into it. Yeah, I have to do a little bit more uh, asking of the, the kids I hang out with uh, from UNL. If it was a big deal when they devoted the whole end zone to students, you know, and announcing the new project, mm-hmm. If that was a big deal, or was like, eh, okay, right? Um, you know, they're they're all clamoring for better seats, but there's no guarantee you give them better seats; they're going to come. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and, and they want all the amenities. Just and win, stuff like you that. know what? Hey, rule, hey, there you go. And, and that's rule, the thing: just win, make it a demand where students get shut out of tickets yeah. because they waited too long, and seventeen thousand student tickets are now gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know what? Front runners that's are fr- front runners. You mentioned Kansas; that's fine. But it's still an atmosphere. It's still like, wow, when that place is banged out and you're seeing that, that is a true home court advantage. Same thing with the, the Penn State wideout. That's, you need to be there. And so that's a true home field advantage. Like There are so many things that exist that involve the students that whether it's front running or not, but what's the commonality of those? Well, they're winning games. Winning. Yeah, they're right. absolutely winning. Winning creates games. the front running. Rusty on the uh, stream says, Husker football treated students like they were lucky to be there when the team was winning. Shouldn't be a surprise that that approach is coming back to haunt them now. Yeah. A great point, Rusty. Just in general. I I agree. I think that there is always a... We don't... It's it, Again, it's more of the stadium experience. It's not necessarily what the student experience is going to be. Like you said, the sea of red. And you can Just get by... And yeah, absolutely. And you can get by with that for 
certain amount of years as long as you're successful. But then when you go on this sort of unprecedented run of not making a bowl game where you almost feel like as a student, you have the leverage of like, you want us here. What do we get out of it? Yeah. Nate brings up a good point about UCLA and, and, and uh, UCLA comes to Lincoln uh, this year, but people will go. I, I think that the, the every year trip to LA will be very popular for Nebraska fans. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a huge fan base out there. You know, when Nebraska's played at UCLA, UCLA in the past, or they had the USC series, there's a lot of uh, red that go to the games. But I, I agree with Nate here, because you see this with the Chargers, more so than the Rams, Rams are Super Bowl champions, is that is treated like a road home game. Yeah. So the, the Chiefs fans go to L.A., and they take over the stadium. Mm-hmm. Same way with Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know? I, and and you, you might have to be comfortable with that. And they're used to it. Yeah, expect and that's it. Man, well, I, even to, to me. To me, that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. to survive, you almost have to look the other way and go, "Hey, uh, Deshaun, I know this is a good thing. Yep, it's a good thing that you're going to run on the field, and we have forty-five thousand mm-hmm. tickets sold, and thirty thousand of them are, you know, somebody else's fans. Yeah, so I remember. You're, the, you're when the, have to live with that when the Rams were playing the Coliseum before they got so far. I mean, it was every team they were playing's fan base that would typically fill up the stadium. It wasn't even the L.A. fan base. Look at San Diego and the Broncos will go there. I mean, the Chiefs, obviously. But those two, I remember the bright orange Mm -hmm. and the bright red, that always stands out when they're there. Yeah. And I just uh, skipped ahead in UCLA schedule. So their 24 schedule is, we welcome you into a Bruin talk. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Their 24 schedule this year is at Hawaii. This is why Chip Kelly got out. At Hawaii, they come home for Indiana. Then they go to at LSU, Oregon at Penn State uh, versus uh, Minnesota. Then their stretch of at Nebraska, Iowa, at Washington, USC. Ooh, that dude so, is getting fired after so, this year. So maybe they will make up for it with uh, a little boost from visiting fans. These are the teams that are coming to the Rose Bowl in 25. Georgia, Nebraska, Penn State, and Washington. Yep. They'll, they'll make up for it. Yeah. But <laughs> there's going to be two games there where the Rose Bowl will be taken over by Georgia fans and Nebraska fans. Yeah. We're going to go. Penn State fans will be like, eh, you know what, I'll wait until we're in the real Rose Bowl game. <laughs> Coaching against James Franklin. All right, mm-hmm. uh, 8.48. Brian Christofferson's coming up at the uh, top of the uh, hour. <laughs> Your next UCLA head coach. Blink you, and you miss it. Do you think he was... Uh, I actually thought that the other day. <laughs> do you think he was really disappointed that he didn't get bandied around for any jobs? Yeah, it wasn't as much this year, yeah. Like, even his name was mentioned. Well, it, every time it's mentioned, and you know, he gets a, another like mil, two mil bump. So, yeah. Here, here's here's my thought on the UCLA job. The Minnesota job has been made better than the UCLA job. It has. Job. Yeah, that tells you all you need to know. That might be that. just uh, Philip has done that, but it is true. Yeah. Minnesota job is better than the UCLA job. Especially for the conference it's in. I mean, Glenn Mason, Terry Donahue, you want to argue about it? That's the reality in 2024. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota job is better than the UCLA job. Welcome to changing times. Yep. And that makes a good all goes to Owen Fleck. That yeah, he has yeah. been able to turn that job into a job that is perfect for him. Mm-hmm. All right, 49 past the hour. BC, uh, a little bit later, Ed Service will join us. Creighton Baseball, a uh, lot of optimism uh, as they get ready to start their season in Baltimore this uh, weekend. Now, they've also got a nice home schedule. They've been very aggressive with their home schedule. So we'll get into that when uh, Coach Service joins us uh, at about 9.30 on sixteen twenty. The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.